This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another exciting episode filled with drama and trauma of The Scroll Down featuring me, Nicole Thurman. Here with me, as always, is my favorite co-host, Marcella Arguello. Girl, what's up? How you doing? Your only co-host, bitch. Um, I know, right? I'm good. (laughs) You win by default. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, shit's been busy. This is like my, I don't know, seventh hour of Zoom today. So I'm burnt. But, you know, we're just here to party. How about you? Wait, did I ask you? you (laughs) This is my seventh hour of laying down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really like on, I'm really on like break mode. It's great. Um, And it is but, and I'm sure you feel this way too when you're not working, you're just like seeing everybody else working and you're just like, I should be working. Yes. And then, I, but because of like COVID, I don't want to be like traveling unnecessarily before the holidays. And so I'm definitely like, I am dying to perform. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying to perform. I'm like, in a, but I'm like, I need a break. I know I need a break. Mm-hmm. It's been like a crazy year and I've performed more this year than obviously I did last year. So I'm just in that weird, funky mind it's, game of my yeah, own. Being an artist or performer is so fucking weird because it really is like you want to give yourself the breaks but then it's just so hard to actually sit still it's like I feel like it's a combination of like hustle mentality but then also we are fucking straight up addicted to our careers and to comedy like we're straight up addicted I'm also like going to bed so early I went to sleep at 8 45 last (laughs) night and not intentionally I just fell asleep watching tv in bed and I was like and I kept trying to like get up and stay up and I just kept dozing off and I was like oh my god I just have to go to sleep and it's just such a it's just a trip, it's a trip. especially because like no two weeks be ago you were like in a fight in a Chicago 4am bar exactly <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that life our lives are so uneven it's either it's either insanity or total fucking boredom and in front of the tv asleep at 8 45 there's no in between it's really funny I started another TV show yesterday. I was like, I am sick of this. I'm sick of these first episodes that are dropping and I don't know what's going on. I'd rather binge this shit because I'm too busy working and I binge it all at once one weekend. Yeah. But I have nothing to binge. I've binged it have all. You watched, so I'm, like, um, I'm sorry, I just interrupted you. But have you watched Love Life on HBO? No, what's that? I wonder if you like it. Could you? It, it has like a, a rom-com vibe. So the first- I love a rom-com. Okay, good. I watched Love Hard last night with Jimmy O. Yang, my close personal friend, Jimmy O. Yang. It's really cute. It's it's about catfishing. Oh, cool. I want to see that. Love Hard. That yeah, it's called? really cute. I really liked it. It's like a cute rom-com. Yeah, I have to check that out. But the, It's yeah. very predictable. You're watching and you know exactly where it's going, but, you know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and sometimes you kind of like that about... That's what the good thing is about rom-coms. They're a straight-up trope. We know what's going to happen, and we're, we accept it because it's fun to watch the journey, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So tell me about Love Life. Love Life is like... It's like a... Um, it's a TV show, but it's like an anthology, I think is what you call it, because the first season was all Anna Kendrick, so you can... I mean, I don't know if you're a fan, but I, you know, it wasn't as good as the second season, if you're honest. Is she singing? Is She's she not singing? singing. She's just being little and small. I don't know. That's all I think of her. I already I'm hate just like, it. You I already tiny. hate it. She's like too small for... Like, she's just... So her... She's un- She's too small. Okay, listen. You guys can come for me on the body shaving tip, but I gotta, I gotta do it a little bit, because she's so small. Anyway... It's uh so like the first season is all her and like her love life and the different people she dates over the years and da 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 da. And then the second season is following a guy. I think his name is William Harper Jackson or William Jackson Harper. He's the like oh, lead of it. Oh, he's so fine. You know, that him. man is 
fun. Oh, so you should definitely watch this then because it's like he's the Ain't lead. He a dork. Ooh. He's a he's a blur. He's a black nerd, a blurred. And so they follow him around. I hate that term, but uh, I, I love the concept. Hate the term, love the concept. Hate the term, love. I know I hate the term blipster, but I'm, you know, I, I embrace it at the same time. I'm like, I'm a blipster, I think. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's really good. And Jessica Williams is in it. She's great, of course. And like Ego, you know Jessica Ego Modem. Yeah, yeah. He's in it. It's just this is a great. It's like a easy watching, but cute and fun. And I like the second season better with him in it. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I did. I did see the advertisement for it, and I was like, "Ooh, I think I'm gonna watch this." But I haven't. Like, it didn't dawn on me that it's something I could yeah, watch. I watched it like um, all weekend, and that's. I almost fell asleep watching that at seven thirty last night. So it's so cute. Yeah, it's a good you know what I fell asleep watching last night? I fucking because I couldn't figure out what to watch. Now I'm gonna watch that. But I, I you watched Atlanta? Yeah. You that episode about Bibby? Have I talked about this before? No. Oh my god, the barbershop episode, season two, episode five. Everybody should watch it. I wish that man got an Emmy for this role mm-hmm. of Bibby. It is one of my favorite episodes of television ever written. It's just this annoying fucking guy, and he's just—I I don't even want to ruin it. It's so good. It's one of my favorite episodes of television. I was very upset that I fell asleep to it, and that I didn't just fall asleep to it. I woke up to the very next episode, and Lakeith Stan- Stanfield. I woke up to him and I was like, because like he just radiates weird energy. Yes, he does. Like I can't, I can't with him. Like I can't. Like I, re- I watched uh, the harder they fall this weekend. Mm-hmm. Great I movie. Love I loved it. Love I it. loved it so much. And I was so glad like Keith was playing a bad guy because I was like, yes. I, something tells me you are a bad guy. <laughs> no. There's, you know, there's just there is a vibe about him that screams like kind of like fuckboyish energy or like just it's beyond fuckboy yeah like, yeah he's weird that? yeah he's there's something weird about him but i do love him at the same time he's cute and he's a great I like, actor i like weird actors too he's a good actor i won't say he's a weird actor i would say he's a good actor i mean like weird like they always make offbeat choices not like a weird per like i just i like that like i think when they make different choices than you would expect them to make you're like oh that's like a I don't, different choice. i don't even think he's making different choices i think he just has bad posture and a crazy stare and like that fucks with your head fucks with your head that's all it takes damn i'm gonna try that <laughs> next audition i'm gonna stand funny and look crazy and then see if i book because you know that maybe that's, he, else that's how he that is it. He stands bad and he has a crazy look in his eyes, mm-hmm. which is like h- how you get a lot of bitches. You can mm-hmm. get a lot of bitches that way. You really can't. like that's a technique. You can get a lot of bitches being any kind of fucked up if you're a man. I was telling somebody Damn, the other day. Like, that's true. Right? Like, put it on a t-shirt. Nicole, put it on a t-shirt. It could be anything, right? You have a broken arm. You got family trauma. We want to date you. It can be anything. <sighs> What else? I mean, I'm trying any- to get out of that. I'm trying to get out of that. I'm try- I, I need the healed man in my life. I I'm getting there. Be- I have. A, I think I've found. It. It's a. It's a delight. I'm not going to talk about it more than that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, me too, though. Hashtag me too. <gasps> really? Hashtag me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, y'all. You're not going to get the yeah, dating life. Because when the dating life is good, people aren't. We're not going to talk about it. That's the thing. Like, oh no. If, if I'm with nothing. something. Was that something? I like. If I'm with something. That's what you just said. You're, if I got you're something really about good, to rail into it. If I got a good present, I'm not fucking sharing it with the audience. I'm Ooh. keeping it to myself because I want to play with it alone. <laughs> wow, younger sister vibes right there. Damn. I want him to listen to this and be like, wait, so I'm a gift? I'm a present? I'm like, yes, that's a nice thing I Aww, said. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shout out to... Um, 
Oh God, I don't even, I don't even know how to do that because I've never done it. Shout out to Chicago. I appreciate you. Ooh. I know he's listening. I know he's listening right now. He's gonna be like, "Hey, boo." <laughs> this feels like an so epilogue cute. to all the Chicago stories, but we. <sighs> no, wow. I am singing. Okay. See? Okay. Should we scroll it down? Let's scroll it down. On the main character. Who's main character. You're trending. Main character. Our first main character is Brittany Jean Spears. Heard of her? <laughs> Brittany is free. So we've been following the story. Free. She's free. Free, free freedom. What she needs to make like a freedom do? anthem. I can't wait. She's gonna ch- cover that George Michael song. <gasps> it's gonna be hot. I can't wait. That's my guess. With it. I want to see that. After 13 years of being in conservatorship, LA Superior Court Judge Brenda Penny legally ended the conservatorship. So it's huge, right? Because a lot of people that are caught yeah. in conservatorships never get out of them. What it's, are your thoughts on this? You win. are it's pretty, you were pumped. You tweeted about it. You were pumped. You wanted everybody to have because, this moment. Well, Yes, I do. I I just found it funny because it was inevitable to get like people being like, this is a big fuck you to people who are wrongfully in prison. I'm like, no, you don't understand. The fact that she got out gives everybody else a little bit of hope. The fact that she got out also proves that especially people of color who are wrongfully in prison have such a fucking hard fight. Like if this rich white woman, Mm -hmm. a celebrity, had Mm -hmm. this difficult time of getting out of a conservatorship, Bro, we all need to put in so much more effort helping everybody else get released. You know, whatever that means, whether it means donating to like, you know, organizations or whatever the fuck. And then someone commented, uh, one of my followers on Instagram, they were like, this is going to inspire some young person to fucking get into law. And I was like, fuck, that's so true. Like, think about that. Like the kids that are watching this, they're like, I want to be a lawyer. And then they're going to like have more of a focused view of focused vision and i love it i think it's so good on so many levels i hate when people try to like knock the shit down immediately it's like you know you don't understand what this means for so many people yeah so many people i think that's true i think that you watch documentaries sometimes or you watch news stories and you're like oh well good for that you know white guy getting off that he was wrong everybody cared about that white guy and you want to i i understand the like inclination to like head in that direction but at the same time is like it is like that when you, it's so highly publicized and everyone's talking about it, you're going to start paying more attention to conservatorships, to mental health right. and, and the justice system and how they coincide and how it's so fucked up. And so it's right. like people will start noticing that and people will start fighting hopefully harder for just like the every man that's dealing with the same situation. Exactly. Because I didn't know what a conservatorship was before this. I didn't, know, I didn't know about that word. I didn't know what it meant. So like it's it's really it's educating a lot of people. I think it's fucking great. I'm happy for her she posted like i had my first glass of champagne and forever or whatever that she said and i was just like can you imagine yeah can you imagine yeah. that like even if you wanted no. to have like a little something you couldn't the driving like, thing sucks. too right she couldn't drive she oh my god she couldn't do anything it's just crazy it's great it, it's it's so wild and to think that it all started right from 2007 from when she was like going through a bipolar episode or something like that. Oh my God. Did you see what she posted about her mother? Did we talk no. about that? I don't remember if we talked about it. She fucking railed into her mom. I should say a since deleted Instagram caption. She was like, 
oh, you're over here acting so innocent. You're acting like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. She's like, but we all know it was your idea. My dad is too stupid to come up with something like this. We all know it was you. So don't fucking, oh my God, she went in. It was really dope. Kind of you, amazing. you can just yeah, like Google really, it, it comes up. Yeah, you never see famous people like really call out shit that they need to call out. Because you know, if a lot of fucked up stuff happens behind the scenes and everybody's always so diplomatic in front of the camera. So it's kind of right. like refreshing in a way to see her just being like, you know what, fuck all of y'all and I'm going yeah. to say this. Right. Because um, she's also she's also been in my opinion pretty gracious to her family even though they've put her through hell yeah because i keep thinking about how she she couldn't speak and then when she had opportunities to she just didn't and even like what she said two years ago when she spoke to a judge you know part of the reason she never spoke up again was because she said she didn't feel heard and so she felt like it was pointless Mm -hmm. and like imagine how that feels to be like well it doesn't really make sense to speak up for myself so i'm just not going to speak up for myself like that what a mind fuck dude well yeah because the trauma yeah because i'm exactly because i'm sure it goes from like nobody's listening to me what's the point nobody's listening to me and then to just be like i just don't speak and i lost my voice completely like you just that would feel horrible like I, I have a really big uh issue with people not listening like feeling like I'm not being listened to or not being heard and so that would make me go cry cray so good for Brittany yeah. girl yeah you no know, I it. mean we're happy for you just keep it you know stay healthy stay healed stay happy you know because I, I just mm-hmm. like you know I'm there's excited. a part of me that's a little bit like hope she's gonna be okay like I don't want her to like while out and go in the other direction of like not taking care of herself she was like, I'm going to celebrate my birthday for the next two months, which I'm like, yeah, you should because yeah. you, actually you can do stuff. And um, I'm excited to see what she's up to. And yeah, it's going to be fun. She's going to record some cool music, I'm sure. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to like make fucking music with cool people. Ariana and like all the hot girls right now. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would be great. <sighs> so Wait, be was she not allowed to make music with other people? Was that part of the thing? She refused. Okay, gotcha. She re- because of the conservatorship, she refused to work. She oh, refused. Okay. Yeah, because she was like, this is the only way I can control anything is yeah. to not work. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That That's what was sad was that was her using her voice, was not using her voice, which is... A, sad but it was very powerful mm-hmm. well congratulations Brittany we can't wait to yes, see what Brittany, you do congrats. next <laughs> free Brittany bitch, bitch. Doom, doom, doom. there we go that's the remix it's already written yeah all right so the next main character of the week is our little shorty Taylor Swift she dropped a short film on a 15 minute short film on Friday um, actually, the day Britney was freed, it was like a, it was a whole it was that was a whole white girl weekend. White girl weekend. It. There's the title. Yeah, white girl weekend. Shit. Shit came up in minute sixteen of the damn pod. She got the title. Marcella <laughs> coming through with the titles. <laughs> Danielle, okay. Danielle just said title all caps. <laughs> so um, yeah, so Taylor Swift dropped um, this short film that I watched. Nicole, did you watch it? I didn't watch it. Um, That's okay. Yeah, That's I didn't okay. watch it. That's all I'll say. I'm sure you read all the drama. Uh, I'm sure you were reading oh all the like, you know, because it's about Jake Gyllenhaal or the, they says what they're saying and then there's a scarf and everybody's wondering about the scarf and there's memes about the scarf. Um, but she re-recorded and released um, her or the Red Album Taylor's version because so, she's, you know, re-releasing everything that she made now that she, you know, can. And then she was also on Saturday Night Live this weekend, mm-hmm. which I watched. And like she did this fucking extended. You know how usually on SNL artists do two songs. She did one 
song and it was like 10 minutes long and it was a hell of a performance um i will say i was like girl you need to fucking me 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 your voice what is going on and it was like it was like struggle holding notes but you know what it's fine she she, you know she gonna do what she didn't do um but the short film was about this relationship and people are speculating that it was about jake gyllenhaal Uh and what people are saying is because she was um, i guess she was 21 or something like that when when this happened and, you know he's older than her mm-hmm. um and so it just kind of follows this little like short-lived relationship and it's it's really cute it's very dramatic it's like you know young women that get gaslit mm-hmm. and are dating an older guy and it's just, it never works out we all I'm, i i can't say we've all been there but a lot of women have been there mm-hmm. try to avoid older men dating you ladies if you can because yeah. they're just fucking weirdos and predators and just you know if they can't date a woman their own that's age there's a fucking problem yeah that's what i say too is like the women their age don't take their bullshit because they're too smart for it or they they're too experienced for it i'll say so it's like you don't want to date the guy dating an older guy is not like a badge of honor for a young woman it's a yeah it's a red flag <laughs> red flag and they're usually very bad at sex because they don't have to they just mm-hmm. recycle young women who when young women don't really know their bodies or how you know they want to have sex like what we said last week it's like communication is uh, what you need to have a healthy sex life but if you're a young woman you probably aren't all there for that and right. it's hard for you which is totally understandable and normal which mm-hmm. is why you date men your age right because then you're both the fucking struggle sexing you know here's my hot take what? I didn't even tweet I saved it I was gonna tweet it and I was like let me save this thought okay the problem I have with this is I am very tired of women people in general but this is happening a lot more with women in music Every bitch thinks she's the one that got away. I'm mm-hmm. sick of that narrative. Uh-huh. I'm like, girl, if you dated him for three months, yeah, you were a little thing. You were just a little, bloop, bloop, just a little fling, a little play thing, little little thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, this like, you know, she kind of ends the song like, oh, you're gonna remember, you remember me, don't you? I bet you remember. And she's like, how about no? How about <laughs> you're dwelling on this shit? And how about you need to move on? And also like. I I am just sick of people thinking they're the one that got away. Like a lot of times when I talk to women and I'm guilty of this too. I've done it a couple of times where I'm just like, oh my God, we're perfect for each other. Why can't he see it? And it's like, cause you're not perfect for each other right. because if you were, he would see it. Right. You would still be together. You, know? you would know. Would you would know and he would know and you would both be together. It wouldn't be like a, yeah. oh, we were just passing ships and he's going to regret it. Yeah. Right. That is weird. That's my hot take. Yeah, is it like some kind of like ego thing or saving face? Like we don't always need to say that. It could just be and also especially like if you think about it, what she probably wrote this song ten years ago, right? When they when the yeah. when it first came out. Could yeah. she have changed it a little bit now? Because it's like as when you grow, when you learn, when you move on, hopefully you do realize like it's we just weren't we weren't meant to be. That's all. Yeah, I th- and I think that's what I I'm not loving about this because I'm assuming it's the first single from this and that it's the big deal. Yeah, it's a big splash and it's like there's just so many young women that are listening to this and it's just like they're gonna really think they are the ones who got away and it's like no nah, no nah. like I think that was uh, the one thing that also bothered me bothered me about Olivia Rodrigo's album. Mm-hmm. It was like. Girl, you're 17. Yeah. You're not, this is not real. Right. This is nothing. And of course, at 17, you don't know any better. And to your point, mm-hmm. she's older now. So it's like you would think it would be a little different, but it's, it just feels a little exploitative, in my opinion, um, especially when you've got like celebrity relationships going. But um, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just kind of like, ladies, you're not the one who got away. You're not. You just, you fucked and sucked and you feel bad and you feel kind of stupid and that's yeah. okay. I'm trying to you think if I've ever you. thought, I can't think of myself as ever being a person that was like, he's going to regret this. It's like, no, he's not. Right. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't regret it. He doesn't regret it. We just don't talk anymore. He's blocked from my Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't right. matter. I definitely have one guy who definitely regrets it. And it's one of those hilarious things where I'm like, this is real funny for me. Yeah. Because I knew you were going to regret it when it you know fell apart yeah and so it's funny to watch it now like whatever five years later mm-hmm. do you ever feel i you okay we have different internet presences and lives and, and yes. personalities mm-hmm. for sure everything but do you mm-hmm. ever get scared about talking any negative anything about taylor swift because i do like i i won't even usually touch it that's why i don't even fuck with I it i don't think i'm saying anything negative i mean but even if it wasn't even what you said was not, it was normal kind of like criticism of any kind of art or any kind of message. Like this is how I subjectively see it. But I feel like Swifty's going to come for people sometimes. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like as a comedian, a lot of people let me just do whatever I want. I'm definitely like, cause I've talked shit about Beyonce and I love her. I've talked shit about Nikki. Don't love her. And they have two of the most insane fan bases Mm -hmm. and they have never come for me. They've never shit on me. They just fucking let me be a comedian. And I think it's like if I were to say something unnecessarily mean, then yes, they would probably come for me. Um, But I definitely I don't get scared of that. I also it's I also know that like even if they come for you, it's not going to be forever. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember one time somebody tweeted a joke about her and I thought it was very funny. And so I just replied, ha ha ha, because it was a funny joke. And then people were like replying to me like, fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are? You're nobody. And I was like, wait, what? So then I just deleted my comment because I was like, I'm not fucking with this. But I, so I, I, I don't have many opinions on Taylor Swift because I don't listen to her music and I'm just, it's never grabbed me. Like I've never been into it, Right, right. but I usually don't even say anything about it because I'm like, if I say something, people are going to come for me and I don't feel like getting yelled at for no reason. I guess it's also, I'm just used to, oh my God, like last week, a young comic, a young male comic had tweeted uh, something about how he got, like someone came up to him after a show and was like, you sound like, and he start out because he didn't want to say who this person told him he sounded like. And then my response was, it sounds like you need to start working on sounding like yourself or some shit like that. Because I don't, that's not a compliment. It's not a compliment. And, um, And then he replied in a way that, someone who's only been doing comedy X amount of years would reply like, I think this is actually a compliment because a lot of people aren't, you know, fans of comedy. And so mm-hmm. when they see something they like, they want to associate it with the thing that they like. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that's not what you, want, not what you want when you're a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't want to get into that. So I just said, sure. Uh-huh. That's all I said. Just to be like, I don't agree with you, but you know what? You are younger than me. This is what you think. And I, at one time I did think that. And then he doesn't even have like a shit ton of fans, but he has loyal fans so they saw this exchange and then they started railing into me and it cracked me up because uh-huh. they were like, you're salty, you're on his dick, you're da 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 and they, a bunch of other comments. And it cracked me up because I was like, I'm encouraging him to be more himself. Right. And you guys are calling me salty. Right. Like, do you like, you guys don't see this. Right. So when I see shit like that, it just cracks me up because I'm like, man, I never want fans like no. this. I never want fans like this. And that's what's funny about like the the Swifties and the Beehive and, you know, the Barbs. Mm-hmm. It's like they kind of are, they fully believe that what they're doing is okay and they're right. And then right. when you have like someone like Beyonce on stage, because sometimes she gives them a shout out. Oh, Beehive, da-da-da, you guys are doing all the work. Uh-huh. 
And it's like, ooh, it encourages man. it. It encourages it. So oh, just reminding the opposite. So there was a story about um, the Swifties coming for John Mayer because apparently John Mayer was getting sent. I don't know what their relationship was. I'm assuming they dated. I don't know. It seems like they everybody fucked, fucked around, John. Yeah. Did everybody fuck John Mayer in yeah. the 90s or 2000s or whatever? Early 2000s? Yeah. yeah. And Taylor fucked a lot of people, too. <laughs> we, they, everybody was got around. Everybody was fucking before the internet got big, right? Because it was easier, probably. <laughs> and now they all just stay home alone. I mean... Yeah. Oh, because it was a song, Dear John, or something that like was released. And so a fan sent a hate mail to John Mayer, and she said something. She said, like, fuck, fuck yourself, you ugly bitch. bitch. I hope you choke on something. something. <laughs> and then it was like a teenager, a teenager, 15. Yeah, of course. And she, then she said, answer me, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and John Mayer actually responded, according to this TikTok that was going out. So it was a TikTok that somebody put out, like, look at mm-hmm, what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wrote, I, he wrote to this person, like, I've been getting so many messages like these the past couple days. I'm not upset. I just tend to have a curious mind and I feel compelled to ask, do you really hope that I die? <clears throat> because I really do think like these, the, these fandoms, ha- they're toxic fandoms. They've obviously gone yeah. way too fucking far. The parasocial relationship shit has gone off the fucking deep end. And it's like, right. Taylor Swift don't need an army. She just had a breakup. She don't need an army yeah. of people to sell other people to kill themselves. We don't need to do that. And so the person was like, I'm sorry, I'm 15. I deleted my mess. I was going to delete my message. And then you <laughs> saw it. And it's like, yeah, right. You weren't going to delete it. Then the 15 year old had people going after them because of, going after John Mayer and it's just like oh my God. everyone log off go outside touch grass please yeah my god yeah it's a little bit much I have actually had to um every now and again I mean I love oh man what sucks is because I like to be like I like to be mean to strangers it cracks me the fuck up mm. um but unfortunately because Twitter is designed in that way that you just explained. Sometimes I'll like do the dunk on someone who's usually a troll. I usually try to dunk on people who are a troll or if they're a fan of mine and they're being kind of crazy, I'll be like, let me just, let me just like embarrass you for a second. Cause you know, we all need it sometimes. And then sometimes my followers will get on them in a way where I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the one. I don't want this to be my fault. Like, let me just delete this shit. Yeah. Um, and so I, d- I do feel like there's some responsibility on the artists and the creators and the people who are online with big followings to just not be complete dickheads all the time. But I am very much like, if you're a dickhead to me, I will be a dickhead to you. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I do think that there are moments where the artist could speak up and be like, yo, stand down. We don't need all of this. Yeah. Especially with like the ex-boyfriends or anybody that have people have drama with. They yeah. don't need it. They can have their own drama. It's with weird. Somebody. That's weird. Congrats to T-Swift for making everybody scream again. White women having a day <laughs> or weekend. White women weekend is in full effect and we are happy for y'all. Just keep celebrating and crying to Taylor Swift and Adele. There are just, it's just so many things happening mm, at once. Oh, yeah. So many. Adele too. And, Par- and didn't Paris get married? She did. Yeah, Kim Kardashian was in the mm-hmm. wedding. Nicole Richie was there, which apparently girl, was some drama. Like, girl weekend. Was it drama? Or they like they had a falling out at some point, so it was a big deal that she who was did? There. Um, Paris and Nicole Richie because they oh probably after their like reality series, I think they had a falling out. So yeah. Anyway, White yeah, Girl did Weekend. Did you ever watch that? Wait, did you ever watch that Paris YouTube documentary? That's like one thing that's on my list to watch. But be- oh man, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I need to report back about the abuse she endured and shit and that weird thing she was on. Nicole called. Okay, okay. According to our super producer Danielle Jones Wesley, Nicole called Kim a hoe on The Simple Life. I mean, she wasn't wrong. Kim Kardashian. That's the mentality of young women. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was during the sex tape era, and we didn't know that calling... A hoe calling, for show. Yeah, she was a hoe for show. And we didn't know that calling, calling people a hoe was bad back then. Now it's like a celebration of hoedom. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay to be a hoe. No, it's okay to be a hoe. As long as you're, well, as long as you're empowered, as long as your man isn't exploiting you, which is what ended up happening. And yeah. I mean, yeah, Nicole was wrong, but also like, they were children. Yeah. It doesn't, they, they grow up, people move on. But um, yeah, so that was, what else? That was the white girl. News. And then at Adele's concert, some people got engaged. I just watched this today. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I, I would never want a man to do that to me, ever. <laughs> I would never. I would be pissed. I would slap that man in the face if he did that shit to me. She was blindfolded. She couldn't hear anything. She walked into the room like, what if you said some crazy shit in front of Lizzo and Adele? What would, I mean, that would be crazy. It was too much. I would have said no out of principle. I probably would if I wanted too. to say yes. I'd humiliate him out of fucking principle. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you're doing Fuck the most. We're not, hate- we're not, this is not going to happen. I hate such public displays of proposal <laughs> it just looks like a public display of affection it's like what are we doing why does everybody it's have weird. to bear, bear witness to like what should be just like an intimate moment i don't know i don't get it it's not for me i was talking about this the other day with um somebody and it was like some people that's their thing for me i could not yeah. understand it and i just think it's like bleh, but it's like i don't know some people want that shit it feels performative like so many things that are popular in our society just feels performative like do you really want to marry me or are you trying to go viral right. you know like especially right now like going viral is such a big thing i mean it's sweet that adele was like behind it and was down to do it um and you know she strikes me as someone who just loves love so she would be down for something like that right um, but yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. And we're back, y'all. Welcome back to the scroll down. And um, I wanted to do a quick neurosis nimit. Nimit, nimit, nimit. Nimit, nimit. Can I have just a nimit of your time, just a, babe? Just a one little minute. Talk, bitch. Nicole, I am just sick of these people who have multiple Instagram accounts for all of their hobbies. Like, oh, I got one for my doggie. Oh, I t- I paint my nails. Oh my god, I do this other thing. Oh my god, I fucking make resin keychains. And they just, it's like, just I. Here's what I have a problem with: is that people are separating, they're like compartmentalizing who they are. Mm-hmm. as like a way to navigate social media and i hate that i hate that i wish that people would just be their full selves put your full self on social media like if people can't fuck with your like resin keychains right like which is fine but like it's okay to have like so many parts of you that cr- that 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 make you that they're all parts of you it creates you like they're not separate i don't know i don't like it i don't know what i don't know why it bugs me so much but i really fucking hate it i don't it. know either but i do know that i did once talk to a pr person and they said as long if you have like three different things that you put on your social media then that's good so like you can do like resin keychains yourself and like your dog all on one instagram and like people are going to be yeah. intrigued and that's your brand leave that as your brand yeah. you don't need to always i think my problem in, it's like in this vein is that everybody thinks that they're like a business or they're trying to commodify their yeah. life in a way. So it's like, yeah. everybody's like, if I can start this whole other Instagram, I can start a successful business because I saw one person do it one time and it worked for them. And so we have right. like a lot of people just trying to do the most. And I think yeah. maybe that's what, that's what bothers, would bother me about it. I don't think that I noticed yeah. this as much, but it would bother me for sure. It bothers me a lot. Cause I, it's like, I have a, like friends who would be like, Oh yeah, follow my, food account yeah. and i'm like for what girl just post your food right. just post your <laughs> what food. just fucking post your food i don't yeah 
Like, well, like, who is it know. for? Like, who's really, who is it for? Are you really making a whole other page for, like, 10 people to watch you cook some omelets or some shit? Like, it's what? It's just so strange. I just hate it so much, and it really fucking drives me bonkers. I also just hate the whole, like, going back to what you just said, like, commodifying it, but also, like, monetizing your hobbies. Mm-hmm. So I can paint nails really good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like super into doing it. And sometimes I have no interest in doing it. And then another year, um, you know, I, I go back and forth. It's been that way since I was literally 12 years old. And um, I remember like posting my nails one year. It was sometime last year. I don't know which nails they were. And this girl um, that I'm cool with was like, oh, my God, you should sell these press-ons or da-da-da. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And she was like, okay, bitch, then stay broke, which is her trying to be funny. But it was that thing of like, what right. I, like i have i have like a full-blown career and you want me to sell nails on the side right. do you not understand how fucking weird that is or like and how insulting that is to me right. that's the whole other thing too of like people telling artists how to make money and then thinking that Ugh. they don't know how to make their own money or they like like you <sighs> listen mr uh you know cpa like who is not my cpa you don't need to tell me how to make my money or like worry about what i'm doing you worry about what you're doing with your kids and your family and your job right. so it's a whole other thing but yeah i feel like I feel like the the internet has has encouraged people to do bad to do annoying things to be like this right. has to be a business it can't just be something that's fun this has to get likes yeah. and retweets it can't just be something that's fun and it's like well that fucking right. sucks you know I mean and if for anyone who's listening if it's on Instagram you already know like if you follow hella accounts they get lost you, right. you, you know what I mean like it's almost like what's the point of this anyways like I'm not even gonna see it but I want like if I'm like, interacting with like your main page where your selfies are on because we also know selfies get the highest fucking numbers which is so irritating yeah selfies and nudity they just hit the fucking hits yeah um but whatever so I just I don't know it just frustrates yeah. me I wish people would stop separating their all of their parts all the parts of themselves into different versions of themselves on instagram or twitter or whatever the fuck that's fair facebook that's fair and i feel like i barely want <laughs> i barely want to follow any of the people i follow on instagram anyway so like i definitely don't want to follow two or three of their accounts it's not going to happen oh man it's also it's also like so funny when someone whatever has like a nail polish account or something and, and then you look at their page and you're just like bitch this sucks right <laughs> Well, that's, I'm like, I'm not following your trash account. I don't want to follow that bullshit. It's not even, doesn't even look pretty. Like, that's the thing is like, it's not aesthetically pleasing. There's 10 people following it. I'm not going to be the only one watching these stories. I can't do it. So yeah, I, I, I could see that being obnoxious. I would get annoyed by that too. Um, good neurosis limit. Thank you. Speaking of, honestly, speaking of like all these different nooks and these places that people like specifically want to fit in or whatever, these boxes that people want to you know, have different accounts for is this week's How Did We Get Here? How did we get here? How did we? Um, a woman on TikTok who is, goes by the name of underscore Anastasia Garcia underscore asked TikTok if there were any communities who didn't have drama, like maybe the stationary people who post things about stationary or like calligraphy and uh, people were like stitching it and commenting on it. And there's drama in like every community. Um, so you it's watch really these videos, right? There's funny. a bunch of, like, there's I just watched a bunch all of different these stitches, right? Going like responding. Yeah, and it was like, it, it was just like, they just have hella drama. You know what? It's funny because it's you're right. That was a good transition from Neurosis Nimit because part of the problem with like separating shit is that you get caught up into these quote unquote communities. Mm-hmm. And um, so we watched all these videos and they all have like 
separate drama about separate things. So one of them was this chick who was in this Facebook group of like new moms, young moms or something. Mm-hmm. And then they basically, it turned into drama because all the women that were the admins were like, they found out one of the admins wasn't actually a mom and they didn't know why she was in there. And then they kicked her out and then they, she started her own group. And then, it was just like this stupid. Dr- and they all had like the same name, like Kayla, Kayla, Kayla or something uh-huh. like that. Something stupid. There was this Bratz doll one where this one is like absolute chaos where there's like um, someone's dead mother's ashes were involved. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They're all insane. They all have drama. It's Grey's Anatomy, Ant Community, uh, Plus Size Clothing Community, the Crochet Community. They have just drama, drama, drama. And I don't want to spoil all these videos because they're like you just get caught up watching them. Yeah, it's really, I actually, I, I actually wish we could like, I don't know if we can link these or how we can do it because this whole shit is bonkers. Great. Danielle is going to put them in the show notes, y'all. Please watch these TikToks. But the the funniest thing was that, you know, the last one that um we watched, it was basically like the stripper that was like, yeah, the strippers all got no drama. We like, we have no fucking problems. It was like, yeah, these bitches are really just out here getting their money. Right. And I love that. Um. But all of the clips are hilarious. They don't disappoint. I strongly recommend watching them. It's so funny because the first time I remember seeing this was like, um, I don't like back in the day on Facebook when they first started making groups. Were you ever, did you ever get sucked into one of those like women in comedy groups? (laughs) Oh yeah, I probably did. I think I got caught up in a Bay Area comedy group. That was the one that. Yeah. The women in comedy groups. Oh my God. The women in comedy groups were like, listen, we need a safe space for women and like everybody's going to support each other and da 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 da. Like cut to two months later, people were screaming at each other, blocking each other. Everybody was getting into fights. It got, the group would eventually combust and then a new group would start. And I was, I feel like I was in like three of those groups. There's no, I don't know if there is any possible way for there to be a social media community without drama (laughs) because people just want to take their bullshit out on anonymously on the internet. Yeah. They instead of exerting their energy into the thing that they love, they're fucking exerting their energy being fucking real housewives of crochet community or whatever the fuck. Which is hilarious, but that's also like, you know, the era where we're in, right? Where people like love the drama, they live for the drama, mm-hmm. the juicy drama. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just like Guys, can we, I don't know, can we not? Can we not? And everybody thinks that they know best about whatever it is that they're good yeah. at. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, the, 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 I, this is part of the reason I don't even know if I would ever want to be a mom is mom blogs, mom community, online <laughs> moms. I'm like, that would be horrible. Horrible. I don't want any part of, I don't want anybody coming to me telling me how to raise a kid. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody does their things differently, but no one who's a parent seems to understand or accept that. (laughs) Oh my God. It's brutal. It's really not fun. And you know, especially first time moms, they can can kind of be the worst. They can be so aggressive and, and like weird about shit. They're like, you don't know. You don't have kids. I'm like, I don't know, lady. I don't think that's how it works. Right. They're still humans. They're still humans. <laughs> Pretty sure I know how that works. Pretty sure it's not. We can figure it out. We can have our own. We can have instincts, too. It's not just like mothers are the only ones. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah it's I, very I, strange. It's really funny. It's just it is funny that there's almost no way to exist on the Internet without having some kind of a fight with someone about it, about whatever it it's, is. 
It's funny. And, you know, in this scenario where it just like, I just watched back to back videos of people's drama. I was like, this is amusing. I'm very amused by this. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, I was like, can you imagine if you fucking live in a small town in some stupid state? You're fucking in Ohio or Utah or some fucking awful ass little, and a small town within those shit states, you know? Yeah. Sorry if you are from there. I don't give a fuck. You know how, you know how I do. You know how I talk. And imagine you live in a small town of like, 50,000 people, mm-hmm. you love to crochet, you go online, you're trying to do your thing, and then there's this drama, and then you get sucked into it because you're just like, you're, you have no outlet anyways, you have no one to talk to about this right. shit, your friends are just like, you fucking crocheting again, right. they're not into it. Your husband's probably a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh my God. If you're even married, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Imagine if you're also like an 18-year-old girl who's into crocheting, so living with your parents, mm-hmm. and you just get sucked into and then you're like trying to talk about it at the table and they're just like what are the fuck well, i think there's a lot of what? that too a lot of like teens that online yeah. that are like just you don't know because you never know who you're talking to you could be talking to a super old man or you could be talking to a child and like either way they're gonna talk shit to you on the internet remember back in the aol days aol chat room yahoo chat room days when mm. you would go in there and you'd be like there's probably a predator looking for me yeah. you know like the excitement of it oh, i miss those days now everybody now we're all predators <laughs> seriously i know i am oh boy we got some internet crushes for you guys oh baby oh i got a crush on the internet Mm. um the first one is sexiest man alive voted by people magazine i don't know who votes but it's paul rudd paul rudd shout out to paul rudd one of the shows i'm binging i'm watching the shrink next door i am Oh my God. First of all, based on a real story, based on true story, based on real events, I guess there was a podcast about it and then they turned it into a show. Um, My friend Sandy said she listened to the podcast. She was like, it's fucking crazy. And I was like, the, because it had that warning label up top, like this is a coincidence if it's, uh, if it really feels like it happened to you, sir. Because it's like really obvious that they're talking to somebody. Uh And I watched the first three episodes and I was so like, every time I saw that warning up top, I was like, this shit really happened. And then I I was, I Googled it because I was like, I need to know. I don't want to know how, what happens. I mean, you can kind of figure it out pretty quickly what happens because they kind of do a little um, flash forward with the flashback. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, this is fucking crazy. But, I, but to the point of the internet crush, I'm watching it and I'm just like, Paul Rudd is not a man I find attractive. They gotta stop. People have got to <laughs> stop. They've got to chill the fuck out. Paul Rudd is one of the, Paul Rudd is like one of those things that somebody decided was going to be very popular. So then everybody on the internet just like lost their minds about it because they're like, if I also think it's popular, then I sh- will be cool. You know, and I can be part right. of the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm not saying he's not fucking attractive. He's cute. He cute. He's cute. He's sexiest man we, alive. Yeah. We need it. We need to have charm, charmingest man alive. Right. Charmingest man alive. I'll take it i'll be like yeah hell yeah paul red is very charming he could charm me probably right. i could talk to i we, we could, yeah you go on a long date with him you go hang out like he'd be really fun to kick it with but like if, if you have a lineup of like 10 men and paul rudd is in them and they're like who are you gonna fuck like yeah really exactly fuck? <laughs> right it's not well, gonna okay, be paul which, rudd which brings me to my real internet crush jonathan majors he was on mm. snl on saturday mm. that man oh my god oh, 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 oh. you know what i think is interesting about jonathan majors he 
Jonathan Majors is this is very extraordinarily sexy, but I don't really think he's like hot. Like he's, he's he, when you look at him, you're oh, it's I not think like he's hot, hot, right? I don't know. But I, I think he's hot. I don't think his face is like that beautiful, but at I the same time, it is. I think his face is fucking beautiful. Like, I is. think he's fucking hot. He is like a man that if he walked in, I'd be like, <laughs> he's so fucking Ooh, hot. He's really hot. He did this interview where he was. I think I'm assuming he was shooting The Harder They Fall, but he was living in New Mexico, and it was just like a Vogue thing, like follow me. Oh, around. I saw that. <gasps> Oh my god! I say, if this man was in front of me, ooh, I want to wear his outfit and I want to take them off and have sex with him. <sighs> He's so hot. His episode of SNL wasn't funny. Was like you know, someone's hot. You know, an actor is hot when their episode of Saturday Night Live is not good. Yeah, yeah. He because they choose the sketches. They choose. Yeah. This is a reflection of their sense of humor. And let me tell you something, Jonathan Majors and I won't have a very long conversation because that man is not. Yeah, I also felt bad because the Swifties were in the audience. It was very obvious that they were in the audience because like the, you know, again, the, the sketches were not that funny, but the few parts that were very funny, like I will give credit to, but unfortunately we're falling flat because a lot of the f- shit that was funny was rooted in black humor uh-huh. and there's just Swifties in the audience. So it was like, ooh, they're not going to get that. Yeah. They don't understand this joke or reference or idea and that kind of made it kind of amusing but i just f- definitely felt bad i hate when fucking snl does that it's like oh man yeah don't do that to these people yeah give them give us some jonathan majors fans in the eyes make it an even make it a fair fight well <laughs> it's not even that it's like a fucking book ari lennox with jonathan majors oh, gotcha. like you know mm-hmm. I, I get why they don't want to do that but it's like you know yeah ha- you know have some people that will like his shit you know especially especially when you got someone like jonathan majors you know he's gonna do some black centric shit yeah. like you, you look at all his body of work that's what he's gonna do do which is fine and his humor was the few jokes that were very good were getting lost and i kind of felt bad for him but i was like it doesn't matter though he's hot we just keep looking at him he don't matter he's still Mm. gonna do everything um also the thing about paul rudd that i really get annoyed with is it's the same thing that always happens but it's like tell us your skincare routine paul rudd it's like bitch he's rich he has money i'm sure he's had a little something something done and i'm not judging him for that but he has money he's had a little something something done he has people cooking for him he has workout like you know um personal trainers i get so yeah. sick of it and i'm just like he also seems like he sleeps well which is like a <laughs> number one skincare routine for a lot of people he got no drama he's just happy little he guy no he's just a happy yeah. little guy he's like doesn't cheat on his woman he's yeah. just like you know doesn't do hardcore drugs doesn't overdo it with the drinking exactly you know he's like who's also very really annoying happy. is his son on tiktok is always trying to use him for clout and i'm like oh, you need to slow down. i don't know his, i don't know about his son i've okay, only seen not. his son on tiktok nicole you're gonna you're gonna cut this out let's not even go there i don't know maybe probably not i think paul rudd is great but one year remember when they had um was it blake shelton was sexiest man alive oh, i'm like God. who are y'all picking for that was last year was it last year <laughs> i think so it felt like last year if it wasn't and Akila Hughes tweeted, did everyone else die? Because <laughs> she was like, why the yeah, fuck is he sexiest man alive? Yeah, at least yeah, at least Paul Rudd is like, okay, he's cute. Yeah. Like, I can look in his eyes and be like, okay, you can meet me at Maokai. But with Blake You think Shelton, Paul Rudd has a secretly really good body, too? Maybe. Oh, yeah, I think he does. I think he does have... I think he has, like, a good body, but not, like... Oh, like he's not Jonathan Majors ripped, you know, oh but he's God. definitely like has a good body. Yeah, I think he maintains very well. You said you saw the harder they fall, right? Yo, oh, yeah. Really? Everything I harder see with Jonathan Majors, dick. I feel like oh I'm just God, like Idris Elba. Okay, sorry. Well, it's just Idris Elba's hot. 
I went to the screening for The Heart of They Fall and Jonathan Majors was there and I was like, baby boy. I kept, I was laughing really hard and smiling baby really big. Baby boy, stay on my mind. Fulfill my fantasy. Like really please do. Oh my God. You know what? Dion Cole, I was like, is that, is that Dion? It took me a fucking minute to figure out. He did such a great job. I loved his acting in that. He was the one that played the mayor of the town or whatever. The guy with the gold Yeah, they got his ass whooped. Oh yeah, yeah he was great. He was really good in that. I, it, it did, I was like, this is not Dion Cole. It yeah. took me a fucking second to realize it was him. I was like, is that? No, it's not. I was like, but is it? And I was like, that's how you know somebody's fucking killing it and have actually transformed from the characters that they're known for and how they, because he's a good yeah. actor in what he does, but he fucking you could tell he fucking elevated himself and I love that yeah. for him because he deserves it's a it. a good ass movie. Jonathan Majors is sexy good ass movie. Paul Everybody watch it. The harder they fall. <laughs> yeah. So our next segment is women hating women. You're a stupid bitch. I don't like y'all. I said what I said. How'd you get in here? So this woman, her name is at Miss Lulu Simmons, tweeted, this grown-ass man just asked me what my favorite color was. Jesus, we waste in time time. The answer is Dubai. Let's cut the small talk. Girl. Oh, I mean, first of all. Why can't people just. Look, beautiful women live and exist in a very. Not to say that neither of us is beautiful. Come on, guys. I'm not saying that. Listen. Listen. Okay. Beautiful women of this type. These yeah. like, you know, it's a type. With the hair and the nails and the outfit and the makeup. It's body a type. Con dress. I call it bodycon beautiful. Flute out body types. Con, is what Danielle the flute out it. types. Flute out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get flute out. They are. They exist in a different world when it comes to dating. They are very sugar daddy centric, which is I, I, my impression of just looking at her and looking at some of her other tweets. I mean, she fucking calls herself an elite tweeter. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, because her pin tweet is word to Lori Harvey, I ain't clear no rumors, which is like, yeah, okay, this is like, this is like sugar baby 101 right here. And it's so, it's so annoying that this mentality has really infiltrated social media because it really has. And it's like, dudes have no chance. Dudes have no chance. Like regular dude, like, cause she's not talking to regular dudes and she doesn't want to talk to a regular dude, you know? She wouldn't even speak to a regular dude. She's the type. To, it's interesting because I was just having this conversation the other day where it, 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 I, I noticed when I was watching that show, Love Life, I only ever hear men say like, she's out of my league. And I think that they say yeah. that because there's these expectations, like you have to make a certain amount of money to talk to a certain type of girl and da, 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 da. And right. it's like, I don't really, I, I don't think women think on that level as often because they're not, they don't have no. these expectations to have a certain income to be able to date someone. But she's one of those girls that she'd be like, how much do you make per year before she go on a first date? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's also that thing of like, I just keep thinking about the kind of guys, because she's very beautiful. So she's either going for a very rich man or a very beautiful men. And, uh, l- l- a lot of beautiful men are very stupid. Um, not fun to talk to at all. We both know that. I mean, I'll talk to a hot guy any second. And am I going to lose my fucking mind because he's boring? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't fucking love talking to like tall, hot guys or fucking boring as shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so in my impression, what I got from this 
was that some real hot, real fucking hot guy came up to her and was like, I don't know how to read. What's your favorite color? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, 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 yeah. his, that's how far he's going to talk. Mm-hmm. And maybe he has money. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But like, that's the impression I got of like, yeah, girl, like you're going to attract really hot guys. I have nothing to offer in terms of the conversation. Like they don't want to have small talk. You don't want to have small talk. That's fine. Um, but like he probably can't afford Dubai. He can't afford Dubai. Yeah, I just my thing is it's like I get the idea of not wanting to fucking talk to people. Everybody's you know there's these jokes going around the internet like they're tired of the talking stage. Nobody wants to talk about how many right. siblings they have. Da da da. I get that because it's boring. We're over it. And if I had that conversation, somebody would ask me what my favorite color was, and I'd be like, Do you want to get married or no? Because I don't feel like doing this with you. Like, do you want to just go home and watch Netflix or not? Nah? Um, but. Like, at the same time, you got to give people a chance. Like, people can't, how are men supposed to live? How can they just, I mean, listen, again, we don't defend men on this podcast, but. No, we don't. We never defend men on this podcast. It's a rule. It's our number one rule. It's a number one rule. And we are trying to hate on this woman. But at the same time, we got to defend a man in the process. And we don't like that. But she's making us do that. And that makes us hate her. It's actually, yeah. This is why Women Who Hated Women was born. Because this bitch has put us in this position that we don't want to be in. We don't want to be in this position. I don't want to be here. 69. Give me 69. I don't want to be on 70. Okay. I don't want to be here. Also, Dubai seems really predictable. Find a cooler location that not everybody knows about. That's. Yeah, bigger. Oh, she's Back just called her whack. You dumb beesh. How that? We don't like you. Anyway, moving on. Next women we fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we hating on today? Say what I said. Bella Hadid posted like a 10 slide Instagram. Apparently Willow Smith did some kind of interview or what was that from? Like maybe a documentary or interview. And she said something like, um, you know, that feeling of thinking you're not good enough or being insecure about your art is natural, but at the same time, I feel like it's taught. And then she's talking about how, like, we have all these flaws, we have insecurities, um, you know, social media is not real, da-da-da. And Bella Hadid posted this post that's just like, fucking. <laughs> it's like that Willow Smith video, and then the rest of the slides are all Bella Hadid with her little big lips and her little face crying. Every Ooh, shot just yeah. crying, different shots, different days, tears, and lips. And it's like, my thing with this, the reason I'm putting this in women hating women is because I cannot stand. It's kind of a neurosis nimit, women hating women combo. Nimit hating nimit. Nimit hating nimit. Nimit Because listen, we know social media is not real. We know. But it's like, when people do these kinds of posts, it's just another way for them to get their little attention. When the selfies don't work, put up a crying selfie. That gets more little attention for them. It's also like the extremes, right? Like social media isn't real because you post unrealistic pictures. You are posting. Like she is the reason social media. Like the woman right. has has had multiple surgeries on her face. Right. So she could be prettier. So let's start there. Right. And then Bella Hadid, I mean. And then she goes on. She's a supermodel, unattainable body. Well, not for me, but, uh, you know, that's different. But you know what I'm saying? She has an unattainable body type for most people people oh, for sure and then she is in high fashion again something that's unattainable for a lot of people the access to high fashion expensive clothes yada yada and then like the the traveling and the dating these celebrities and then she it's like she doesn't know she there's no middle ground like i've been i've been talking i'm trying working on a bit where it's like after the me too movement after the fucking um 
the pandemic, it's like men don't know the difference. Like there's no in between. It's like, okay, we either don't, okay, we're not going to rape you and we're not going to buy you drinks. It's like, there's a missing in between there. The missing in between is I still want you to buy me a drink. (laughs) Well, the missing in between is let's fucking try to have a conversation. Like what's, what's in the middle of that? What's, what's, we're humans. So like, it's it strikes me as that where it's like she's fucking doing these you know high fashion type posts and then she doesn't know the middle ground so she doesn't so she's gonna post the the extreme opposite which is her crying when she's fucking not feeling well or whatever the fuck um is going on and that's so weird because that's not also real for everybody either right that's exactly it is it's like it, it it like just post a picture without a filter on. That's all. That's yeah. real. Like, just post a basic picture of you doing a basic thing on a basic day. That's what's real. We don't always need it to be either you're so fucking filtered to death and, like, Photoshopped that we can't even recognize what you actually look like right. in person. Or you look like complete shit and you're losing your mind and you're trying to tell everybody, like, this is real life. That's not fucking real life. That's a bad day. Right. Like. I yeah. just I, and it's I a saw bad moment, post, really. Yeah. And I saw another post that's like, you know, I've been posting a lot of pretty professional photos and it's just like now I have to post the opposite. And it's like, first of all, no one's asking you to do this. Second of all, we know that people get depressed and have anxiety. And it's I, I don't know, maybe it does make some people feel like there's a you know, someone's there on the same level with them. But to me it just feels super false in a different way. Like you're saying, it feels super false in the opposite direction. Like, I mean, it's real. also, I think, I, you know, Nicole, we're older than the their fan base yeah. of these women. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, there is something to be said that if you're 12 and you're fucking following Bella Hadid, it is something they need to see, you know? But yeah. I, what the missing puzzle piece is those fucking obscure, weird pictures in the middle, which Ariana Grande, I think, does very well. Mm. She fucking posts all kinds of weird shit on her social. I'm like... Only Ariana Grande could get a million likes on like a blurry picture of the moon, you know, but I I, kind of like that she's doing that because I'm like, yeah, we all fucking take blurry pictures of the moon. Like, I like that she's kind of showing these stupid little moments and it's not all just her perfect, even though, again, another person has a lot of work done on her face, but it's that thing of like, good, let people see that you are hanging out with your friends Mm -hmm. and you guys are having a night and that you guys are making cookies or whatever. And she does do that shit. And I do like that about Ariana Grande because as unreal as her life is, she still has elements of something that a lot of people can relate to. And she does put that in her social media. And I fucking really like that about her because it's that it's that in between. And I think also, yes, definitely young people. Like I can't even imagine growing up and seeing that kind of stuff. I I don't, I don't know. I guess it's hard for me because I don't get affected by it. So I don't, I don't understand. I don't think I would have when I was younger either, to be honest, because for some reason that stuff doesn't bother me. Other things definitely do and make me feel self-conscious and insecure, but not that. But um, yes, so it is good for them to say like, hey, I might be perfect, yeah. but I also am puffy and crying sometimes, but the lips still look very puffy in a way that's sexy. But anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. Anyway, but no, I agree with you. So it's good to do that. It is good to do that to remind like young little babies that shit is real sometimes and it's not cute. But um, I can, I'm just so over it. I'm just like, social media isn't real. We've seen that so many times. It's just another way of being basic online. It also me. makes me wonder because what a great point that you just had where it's like, it doesn't affect you and it, it makes me wonder how much someone like Bella Hadid how much it affects her when she's on social media like who do you follow because I think I've talked about this with you before where it's like there was a point where I was on social media so much and following so many accounts that where people did not look like me that I actually started feeling bad about myself and I noticed it you know I'm smart enough to recognize that I'm like oh wait this is actually not healthy because like I'm over here like 
you know, looking at Lizzo and being like, I wish I had her body. And I'm like, girl, you have your body and your body is good. And her body is good. And her body is hers. And like, I literally, Nicole, I had to start following supermodel accounts. I think I've talked about this before, but I did because I was like, I can't. What, uh, like what a mind fuck it yeah. is because you, now you control what yeah. you're seeing as opposed to in the past in the 90s where it's like the, the media controlled everything we consumed now we have control over it but we can lose fucking the control of the control if if you're not paying attention to like how you're feeling and how it affects Definitely. you. Definitely, I had to do that because I was like, I want to follow more like models with bodies that have curly fucking hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> because if you're just following sets, a bunch of like people with straight hair, yeah, you're gonna be like, right. that's, you know, then you're gonna be like, oh, I want to look like that. I want to maybe maybe I'll change my hair. Maybe I'll try to lose right. weight. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Where this this is already get, this is getting out of control. What what happened? I I, I had the fucking I was in the driver's seat and now I'm like in the in the fucking trunk. What's yeah, yeah. going on here? <laughs> I definitely like, you know, for people that are listening, like, dude, follow people that look like you, follow people that have your hobbies again, yeah. which is why it's like people need to be their full selves on social media, which is also a reflection of what we were talking about. Like part of why Bella Hadid is like probably feeling like she needs to post all that shit. It's like her peers aren't fucking showing their true selves. Like, imagine if everyone around you didn't show their true selves online. Like, it's weird. It it's is fucking weird. weird. They're fully engrossed in that world of, like, totally fake people, totally fake yeah. personalities, bodies, faces, clothes, everything. Everything is a facade. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, it is very much about who you follow because that, you know, I follow a bunch of fucking tiny houses and shit. <laughs> I don't care about Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to see one cute outfit and then I'm going to see a lot of, like, tiny houses and cool uh, design. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, make sure you curate a feed that's not going to drive mm-hmm. you crazy because yeah, don't don't be the um, don't be the fucking oh my god, what is the fucking word I'm looking for? I just don't be those guys, those like straight white dudes from the '90s who made all the decisions that this is all we're gonna, we're going to see one body type and one hair type and one this and one that and that's it the gatekeepers and yeah don't be the a gatekeeper don't be a gatekeeper in your own head like follow other shit like it's also why like when people are like how can you follow this account on twitter they're saying such hateful stuff and i'm like yo if you know what your enemy is saying do you know how helpful that is when in a conversation mm-hmm. like you know, if you're only listening to shit that you agree with, not to say that I follow like a bunch of hateful accounts, but I do follow some people that I'm like, okay, I don't hang out with this person, but like he is like dictating what people are saying to a lot of people. So I should know what this motherfucker is spewing to these people. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with body image. It's the same thing with hobbies. It's all the same shit. Like you do get to dictate, you know, what you're consuming and you know, the the consumer has a lot of power right now. And so, you know, but again, if you want to follow bitches who are crying in their selfies, like if that makes you feel good, then do that. And it might. So, but I don't like it. It makes me want to punch a lady. I'm joking. <laughs> and that's the show, y'all. Um, Nicole, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nicole Thurman, N-I-C-C-O-L-E-T-H-U-R-M-A-N. How about you? You can find me at Marcella Comedy across all social media. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you guys. Please rate and review and share and like um, podcast. And a big shout out to Danielle Jones Wesley, our producer, and Stephanie Aguilar. Both make it sound so much better than we already do, which is so hard, but they fucking do it. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Have a great rest of your week. We love y'all in different ways. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.